What's up, everybody? You're now tuned in to the Hey Now podcast, a conversation with a bunch of nobodies. Hey Now. What's up, everybody? You're now tuned in to the Hey Now podcast, a conversation with a bunch of nobodies. Episode 5, featuring Taekwon Underwood. For this episode, I want to say, man, shout out to my man Drew for setting this one up. Um, you know, a bunch of us is really like basketball guys. You know, I played football, but that's like, you know, in the hood football, you know, and as far as like the NFL, um, me sitting down and watching games, you know, besides the Super Bowl, you ain't gonna have me do that. Um, so this episode was dope because we got a chance to kind of know what happens in the NFL, you know. Um, we also got a, a, a great journey, you know, from T. Underwood, who who was an underdog, you know, always, but he always found a way, you know, and, and that's that shit go parallel with life, you know. Um, you're always going to go through some doubts, you know. You're always going to go through some failures, but you get back up. And um, T. Underwood's, you know, story is, is a perfect example of that, you know. And I'm grateful, you know. Um, again, man, shout out to Drew, you know, for making this happen, man, because it was, it was dope, man. And um, I enjoyed it. And enough for me. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kev, and you're now tuned in to the Hey Not Podcast, a conversation with a bunch of nobodies. Nobody. Episode five. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. Go ahead, you can introduce yourself, boss. Okay, Taekwon Underwood. Appreciate y'all having me. Jennings Lewis. Jennings Lewis. Uh, happy Saturday, beloved. Juan G. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and listen. Last episode, I spoke about Kanye West and how he's not important in life. So what we're going to do is we're going to make Kanye great again. If you want to get this hat, come to Fame NYC 174th in Amsterdam. We, go, we got to make Kanye great again because he is tripping right now. I mean, Angel does. It got to be something. <laughs> um, oh. As you can see, uh, we have a bell. Hey now, Fame NYC bell and... Uh, of course, this bell is for the one and only Gabby. Um, hopefully, we can keep him in check uh, with the bell. Listen, the only way you keep me in check is when you write a check. Yeah, dig? Guess that ain't happening. But, um, <coughs> so, uh, all right, man. So uh, It's not happening. I still love my boy, though. All right, man. So, like, um, 
Like we always do, man. Uh, Introduce yourself. You just did that. No, no, but like his accolades. We we get into that. We get into that. The belt. You gotta hold the belt. Let me ring it for one time. Let me ring it. I ring it for myself sometimes because I know I gotta shut the fuck up. Go ahead, Kevin. My bad. All right, so as everybody know, man, the show is really dedicated to people that, uh, how would I say, are inspiring. Um, and um, and have a journey and uh, and been through uh, certain situations in life that uh, that could have folded them, uh, but they always found a way. Um, and I think uh, T Underwood's um, story uh, is one of them. You know, especially um, not being heavily recruited. You know, um, still being a big factor uh, with Rutgers. You know, during the time when they had that run. Um, to your to your pro career, um, so let's just get into it, man. Enough of me, man. Let's just tell me, tell me first off, you know how you start, how you got into uh playing football, you know, and also you know from Jersey. Um, so yeah, how you got into it? Man, I started playing when I was about seven years old, playing Pop Warner. Uh, my uncle signed me up. Uh, he played football, and. He was pretty good at it, and that was his way out. So he was he wanted to introduce it to us, and it just took off from there, man. So not basketball, you kind of you know you like what six six nine. I'm not, not I mean, growing up, everybody thought there was a basketball star. You know what I'm saying? That was my first love, of course. Okay, okay, you know what I mean? So you ball though. So if we could do five on five, you you ready to go five on five? It's been a while. Uh, okay. But I mean, it's like riding a bike. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, you don't forget. <laughs> you don't forget. No, no, no. All right, all right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. No doubt, no doubt. But definitely thought I was going to be an NBA NBA guy growing up, as most of my friends. But you got to hit reality. There's only five guys on the court. Two of them are guards. Growing up, now it's three. Football, it's 11 guys on the field. So it's a I better just, chance, better, more opportunity. I feel you. Exactly. So Makes I sense. Played the odds and roll with it. You was never scared about injuries and... Young, I know young, no. But as you got older, did you worry a little more about like how hard you get hit? Honestly, man, when you playing, you just playing for the love of the game and you having fun. Injuries not even on your mind until it happens. So whether I was young or old, it never was a thought for me. I got a question, actually, uh, surprisingly bouncing off of what Gabby said. Um, now, was your was was your parents? I know you said your uncle, but was your parents a little hesitant, like to have you play like football? You know, since it's you know contact and, and everything at such a young age. Mm-hmm. I, it, it really wasn't an issue, especially the the era that we all came yeah. up in. Concussions weren't a big thing. It you was know what different. I mean? So it was a different time. Whereas now, technology is is so good and. You know so much about concussions that they not really letting young kids play. Like it's something parents are thinking about. But if I don't have a son right now, I got two daughters. But I'm gonna try one more time. <laughs> Shout out to my man Drew. <laughs> if I get that boy, I can't say that I'm I'm not gonna let him play. I think I will let him play because I learned so much from football. You know what I'm saying? Just responsibility, teamwork. You know what I mean? Working with people you may not like or agree with, but y'all got to come together for a common goal. That's a big one right there. But if he didn't want to play, you wouldn't 
care either. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't enforce it on on them. Nah, not at all. But you want them to though. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Just that's a father's <laughs> dream though to do what you dreamed of doing. For sure. For sure. So now, uh, let me ask you. So now, um, you went to Notre Dame, right? High school. Yep. Um, so how was that playing out there? Did you play with anybody that went professional besides yourself? Yeah. Well, at Notre Dame, it was a Catholic school, and uh, the funny story about that, I was coming from public school, so I was leaving all my friends, and tough transition. Absolutely. I'm driving to the school for orientation. I tell my uncle, I don't even want to go. He like, well, hell, I could turn the car around right now, and and you could save me some money, (laughs) because he looked at it like, okay, I spent a little bit for high school. But college, I'll go for free. And his plan worked, man. I'm, I'm glad he made that decision for me. Going to that school, it was majority white. I wasn't used to that, but that's the real world that we live in. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that really set me up for, for life after like ball. That. I'll be done with that. Now, um, so you, so now you was only recruited by three schools. Even though you put the work in. You know, dang. How did that make you feel? Like, did that did that motivate you? You know, to like mentally. Mm-hmm. To like. <laughs> I was just trying to add to your question. Don't, don't, don't. Like, did it did it change you as a player? As far as like wanting you like to work harder, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to like really go out there and, and get it. You know, did basically did that start a fire? The, that was big time motivation, but the, the fire was already started. You know what I mean? I grew up, I wasn't the biggest kid. So, you know what I mean? People always like, oh, you're too small, mm-hmm. you're skinny. And uh, playing <coughs> AAU basketball. Welcome to my world. <laughs> my AAU coach, big time basketball guy, MSU Skyliners in Jersey. He was like, uh, you play football? I'm like, yeah, like that's my main sport. He like, well, you, you should switch to basketball. Like you, you kind of small to play football. You know what I mean? So that that really stuck with me since I was a kid. And then once I got to Rutgers and was doing my numbers, I seen him again. And he was like, man, you made the right decision. You know what I'm saying? That was everything for me. But like you said, to not be recruited by a lot of schools, especially big time schools that you would like to go to. But shit, you only need one. You know what I mean? You only need one. So Kev had mentioned three. What were the three schools that recruited you? Really recruited me. It was Rutgers, Maryland, Vanderbilt, Hofstra had a squad back then. So it wasn't many at all, man. It wasn't many. What, ma- what made you choose Rutgers home. as a school? He hit it right on the head, man. I wanted to stay home, and Rutgers had not been a good team at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They really haven't done much. So I'm like, man, I could stay at the crib and really help build something, build something instead of join yeah. something that's yeah. already made. Yeah. Okay, uh, I respect that. So, uh, I was talking to you uh, before, like, <clears throat> started um, shooting. Um, so, you was at Rutgers. Uh, actually, I had two friends that went to Rutgers. You know, Courtney Green uh, and Ray Rice. Uh, we played at, actually, AAU ball for, like, two years. Um, so, how was how was that experience? Because not only them, you had the, the, you had the twins mm-hmm. as well. So, you had, like, a lot of pros on that team. Yeah. Um, so, how was that? You know, like, how was, how was practice? You know, like, <laughs> man, competitive? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was competitive. Every day, man, like you said, you're going against 
pros, you know what I'm saying, on both sides of the ball. So it was a battle every day. And before even football, we all signed to go there just because the group, man, we just, it was a good fit. You know what I mean? Like you said, Courtney Ray, McCourty Twins, everybody was just cool people. And you could feel that. And we had a special group, man. That class, even though Ray left early, that class was special. Yeah, you had a squad, though. Yeah, we definitely had a good run. It was, it was dope. How was it playing for Coach G? Shiano, man. Okay. It was okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we got to juice stuff. Oh, uh, when you play uh, with the Buccaneers, was he the coach? Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. So yeah. that's so that's interesting, man. So yeah, how how was that? Man, I did a total of yes. six years with Coach Chiano, and anybody that knows him would say like that's that's impressive. You know what I mean? Coach is tough. You know what I'm saying? He's really tough. Whether it was college or the league, he just that's just who he is. But one thing I can say is that I learned a lot from him. You know what I'm saying? I got two kids now, and I find myself saying a lot of things that he used to say to us. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I get what he was doing. Like he was molding us from boys into men. And I appreciate him for that. So at first, it wasn't, you really wasn't seeing what he was feeling. Right, right. Because you you a young boy, you just trying to ball. You know what I mean? But he was trying to teach us life lessons because it was bigger than football. Right, 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 right. Jennings, uh, I know you had uh, some, some questions. Good questions. So, regarding his time, you spent some time with the Patriots. Um, I'm a Massachusetts native. Um, proud, but <laughs> racist. Leaving. No, let him speak his piece. Nah, go. But they racist as shit in Boston. You right. So leaving Boston and coming to New York. Thank God for editing. Um, race dynamics mm -hmm. really kind of slapped me in the face. What do I mean when I say that? Coming to New York. Um, I I never saw um so many black people in my life, like right. congregating. Um, you see more black people in high ranking positions. Yeah. Um, growing up in Boston, it's the only flavor is like Dorchester, Roxbury. You see little pockets yeah. in other places mm -hmm. outside of the main city, but being somebody from the tri-state area, yep. what was that transition like for you when you had to come be a patriot probably staying somewhere in Middleborough or yeah. Foxborough. What yep. was that like for you uh, as a black man? Very different as far as living because mm -hmm. I stayed in Foxborough with uh, Devin McCourty. Okay. And then he moved to Attleboro. So I spent some time in Attleboro. Okay. So like you said, it's very different from New Jersey or New York. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How did people treat you? Were you profiled? Um, <laughs> do they automatically assume that you're up to something because maybe you're driving in a expensive car right, and people right, follow right. you in stores and be honest <laughs> for me it's a little different because of the hair mm -hmm. so i would actually get profiled but it would be the opposite mm -hmm. they'll be they because they know who i was i would get love okay like i tell anybody like boston is a great sport, sport no it's a great sport you know what i'm saying so i i got love just i i, I caught three balls from tom brady that's mm -hmm. it yeah. Three, three balls. Like, I didn't play a lot, mm -hmm. but people know me because of the hair, mm -hmm. the Super Bowl thing, you know what I'm saying? I got hella love out you there, so I, I didn't that. see a lot of that okay. that you saw growing yeah. up, Okay. which was cool because I, I heard about it, but I didn't see it myself. Okay. You didn't experience it. Yeah. Right. 
So you said you caught three balls from Brady. How was it playing with arguably the greatest quarterback of all time? How's this work ethic? I'm going to answer yours, then we'll mm -hmm. go to the work ethic. Man, that experience was crazy. Like, first of all, signing there was like unreal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the run they're having is ridiculous. So I'm in a meeting, team meeting, Bill Belichick up there. Then we break offense, defense. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this the first time where I was like kind of starstruck. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, that's Brady. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the man right there. Mm -hmm. But to get on his work ethic, man, he. I've never met anybody that, that works like him, whether it's at the facility or at his house. Okay. And he just demands excellence from everybody. From everybody. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter first string, second string, third string. When you get in there, you better know what to do because mm -hmm. he demands it. And y'all you, you, see that. You know what I'm saying? So outside of practice, did you have to spend a lot of time in film, mm -hmm. studying your playbook? Um, if you didn't know what you were doing mm -hmm. when you got on – the field, what would happen? That's not even an option. It's not an option. Up there, it's not even an option. They check for that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's you. You have to. You have to know. You have to know. Like it's. It's not even an option. And then build a type. We had a snowstorm one time, mm -hmm. and you know most jobs you could call out sick mm -hmm. or the weather's bad. You could be late. Mm -hmm. So we got a 9 a.m. team meeting. Uh, Ale <laughs> Alex, Aaron Hernandez was mm -hmm. late. He was late to the meeting. Okay. Bill sent them home. Mm. You late. Go home. So you just gave me the alley. I, no, wait, wait, wait. I, can, can, can I? Okay, go ahead. Because he, he, I was, you met, uh, I mean, when he was in Florida, um, when you played with him, like, how was he? Like, was he, did he seem like he was, like, troubled, you mm -hmm. know, like, or was he, like, Cool, like cool, you mm -hmm. know, like, like how, how, how did you think he was a murderer? Did he how tell you say that he was a murderer? Damn, man, I was just straight to it. Damn. Honestly, man, was he cool? One, <laughs> as a person, bruh, I rock with him. Our, our lockers were, weren't because the tight ends were kind of close to the receivers, so we saw each other a lot of the time. He was cool, man, down to earth, cool, hard worker, and. One thing I can say is super competitive, like mm -hmm. super competitive. Was, was he good? He was no, he was, he was, yo, he was nice. I seen him line up at tight end, I mean, receiver, running back, like our, our offensive coordinator, Billy O'Brien, like he was like, yo, we got to get this boy the ball. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? He was a dog, man. And I, I respected him on and off the field. You know what I mean? Some things had came out after the fact mm -hmm. when I had left there that was kind of, all I could say is that I never saw that side of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm thankful for the memories we did have on and off the field. Like, he showed nothing but love to me. Mm -hmm. Even as far as I was putting in extra work one day, and he came out there, I was thrown with the ball boy, the boy that def they say deflated, deflated the ball. Yeah. yeah. I think his crazy. name was JJ. That, that they Real say? cool, dude. Yeah. They say. They say. Allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. I like how you say it. I like yeah. that. My man ain't no switch, man. My yeah. man. <laughs> but, but JJ was solid, man. He was he, he was helping me one day, and uh, Hernandez came out there and saw us, and and they called him Chico. Chico went to coach and was like, "Yo, coach, Ty was putting in that work. Like he, I wasn't a starter at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, we had Wes Walker, Edelman, mm -hmm. Ocho Cinco, Dion Branch, 
then you got Gronk and, and Chico. Yeah. So he, he showed love, man, just telling Coach that, like, standing up for me, letting mm-hmm. him know, like, yo, he about his grind. Yeah. I respected him for that, like, big time. Okay. Um, how you felt when um, when you found out, you know, uh, that uh, he committed? You he know? called a body bottle a week ago, a week ago. Bell, Bell, Bell. No, no, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't it. Uh, <laughs> How did you that was a good flow, I'm though. Not, no. It wasn't, though, but I'm going to try to go with it. It was good. Um, <laughs> you were hot. Uh, <laughs> so, like, how how, uh, how did you feel when you heard the news, man, that he uh, committed uh, suicide? That was that was tough, man. Just to see, because he was just, he was in the beginning of his career, man. He didn't even hit his peak yet. At you all. know what I'm saying? So, like, he just got the bag. Oh, no doubt. So, like, family was good. Like you said, he, he got the bread. And he didn't really get to show his full talent, man, just because of everything that happened. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see that career. I wanted to see it to its, to its end. Kind of like Sean Taylor, like that situation, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Everybody wanted to see the rest of that Sean career. Taylor. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Those two talented guys, man. It just sucks that it went down the way it did like for that. those guys. And there's a baseball player that played for Miami that he was nice and mm-hmm. he died in a boat accident. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Damn. He died in a boat accident and he was nice. And, um, a baseball? A yeah. baseball Jose for, Fernandez. Jose Fernandez. Last year, right? Yeah, last year. They had coke in his system, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, yeah, but yeah, we ain't yeah. gonna say, we ain't gonna do that too much. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, 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 I don't know about it. He ain't have none of that. He's Spanish, he good. <laughs> All my minorities, we good out here. All that extra shit fucked out on Trump. So, you just gave me a great um, segue. Thank you. You see, this is what I do. I see you. I see you. We eat to, we fucking vibe, me. So, um, Gabby mentioned Donald Trump. Robert Kraft is known to be a strong comrade of Donald Trump. That's facts. So, if you are in the league right now, well, I have a bunch of questions for you about that. How would you have handled knowing your owner is a basically is a supporter of Donald Trump? Uh, we did hear rumors of Brady having the Make America Great Again hat in his locker. Yeah. What, how would you have handled those dynamics? I mean, that's... As a black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you come to America, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for free speech, mm-hmm. to be able to think the way you want to think, say okay. what you want to say. Mm-hmm. So, as far as Mr. Kraft and Brady, I, I would have respected it, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Not it, agree. It, it, that's, yeah, I, I'm not saying I agree with that, mm-hmm. but, you know what I mean, yeah, it is he, what it is. That's their what they thoughts, want. yeah. And you want your those, check. those are their thoughts and their beliefs, no question. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's business. Yeah, yeah. you want your but check. It's a, it's a fine line between business and Personal standing preference. up what you yeah. believe in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Even with the taking the knee thing, like he got that's, it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, was just, I have a question for you, but yeah. you answered yeah, it. That, that, yeah. that took off in the NFL, and what what people fail to realize, it wasn't about being disrespectful to, you know what I mean, the people that serve. It mm-hmm. wasn't about that. It was about bringing light to a situation that was going on in America. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it served its purpose. I'm not going to say it was the best way to go yeah. about it. But they it served its purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It got conversation started. Yeah. Exactly. So you're probably privy to a lot of conversations that we're not because you've been in a NFL locker room. Mm-hmm. 
What type of scrutiny, what type of pressure did a lot of your former teammates deal with in terms of should I take a knee, should I not? Because coming from Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. you know, New England is basically an extension of the South. When they abolished slavery, Merrill Lynch, Mm -hmm. all these financial institutions, they they closed up shop down there Mm -hmm. and went up north. So what type of pressure did some of your former teammates have to deal with coming to terms with thinking, am I going to take a knee? Right. Am I going to put my hand on my heart? What am I going to do? Yeah. Did Bob Kraft put pressure on players not to take a knee? You'd probably know that like I'm better a, than we would. I'm in a group chat. It's uh, me, the McCourty twins, his boy, Courtney Green. Uh, Ron Giroult, who played safety at Rutgers, mm-hmm. had a, played in the league for a quick bit. Uh, my boy D. Jones played in the league like five, six years. And my cousin, Project Pat. And Not the rapper, though. Right? Nah, nah. <laughs> and that was the question. It was like, yo, like, what y'all going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When, when stuff was hitting the fan. Yeah. And, man, just as people, man, I love, I love them boys because they were like, yo, we taking the knee, like mm-hmm. both the McCordys did, and then after that, they ended up raising their fists. I saw. You know I remember saying? that. Yeah. So it was like, even though it was a conflict of interest, they were like, "Yo, we gonna stand up for our people and make sure the message get heard." Mm-hmm. So it was dope for, to even know that before it went down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. Well, it's high school. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Gabby, you had a you had a question, right? All right, um, I'm either did, but I'm either forgot, but I'm going to get back to it when I remember. So uh, what, one, one more thing, right? Yep. So what are your thoughts in terms of how you view um, Colin Kaepernick and the stance and the risk that he that took? That was my question, actually. Oh, now you remember? <laughs> Man, he, to know that he put his career on the line for other people, man, I, that's, that's dope, man, because... You don't find a lot of cats that are, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm giving up all this bread, mm-hmm. all this notoriety, fame, a game that I love for the voices of other people. Yeah. I thought that was dope, man. Like a lot of people, he get a lot of scrutiny, mm-hmm. but it's like, this dude is, he's going to go down in history as an activist. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he started conversations that needed to be brought, brought up. Especially with the precedent president that we currently have, mm-hmm. number forty-five. It's, it's yeah. not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. So president, I didn't even know we still had a president in the <laughs> United States. <laughs> but I definitely respect Colin and what he stands for, man. On another thing, domestic violence controversy in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, punishments have not been um, aligned across the board. Yeah. What is your take on him as a as a commissioner? Man, he got he. I will say he has a tough job, but as a former player, you, it can't be seen as he's down with the owners mm-hmm. versus the players. You know what I'm saying? But he's down with Jerry Jones, though. I mean, I don't know. Well, in case you get a call, edit that, edit that. <laughs> but go ahead. But that's with him, man. That's that's just tough. And I, me being so close to his man's Ray Rice, like. Going to school with him, knowing him as a person, him and Courtney are like basically like mm-hmm. brothers. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yep. I feel like if Roger would have gave him the correct punishment, mm-hmm. that he would have played after that, or not, or not jumped the gun after the tape. Yeah, because resurfaced. The punishment was sh- was 
two games, two to four, something mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once the tape came out, it was like, yo, how you give him? He, ca- he gave them. He gave them to public he, pressure. Yeah, yeah. But I, if it was handled correctly the first time, all that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, and I'm not bypassing what happened because it, you know what I mean. That it video, was wrong, no doubt. My, but my, at the end of the day, you listen. I'm Dominican, and at the end of the day, you know, there's a saying called "Tú no te metes en marido y mujer, en hombre y mujer," mm-hmm. which means you don't get in married couples relationships. Like, she's gonna go back to him. Mm-hmm. So us getting in a relationship don't make no sense. I feel that he's in the NFL, mm-hmm. but I think a suspension would have been good. Yeah. And then let him get back on the field. Because at the end of the day, they're going to get back together. They had a right. kid after. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, why is it our business to get in that? Right, right. You feel me? So I feel like he should still be in the NFL because he was nice. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about it. Number show, everything. He got a ring, right? Yep, yep. My man got a ring. Everything shows. Suspend him for a year if you want to suspend him for a year. Yeah. But don't blackball him out the league because you can't blackball people that actually know how to play. And I think that's a problem. It happened with Chad Ochocinco. Mm-hmm. I feel like he got blackballed out after, the league after yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And it happened with Terrell Owens. I yeah. feel like he got blackballed out the league. And Michael Vick got lucky. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Mike Vick got lucky. And another I, and black. Was, and that was for dogs. Another black man? That ain't happening. Another minority? Mm-hmm. That ain't happening. I know I probably threw I, the conversation straight <laughs> off, but. I, well, I would I just say that, that point uh, for real. me personally knowing like Ray Rice, all I can say is that he a good dude, man. Like, yep. That's all I say, man. He and, a good dude. and the best thing about it, though, the fact that he's going around to teams, to schools, speaking mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Speaking about Sh- that Showing his story. Exactly, yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. That shows growth. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's major, man. Helping people learn from his mistakes. mistakes. Exactly. Which is dope. I had another NFL question, right? So, the type of damage you guys put on your body. How do you feel about players not being given guaranteed contracts? And and, and you guys put yourselves at risk more than any of the other four major sports. I understand it's high risk for injury, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, to sign a guy on Monday and then Wednesday you tell him take a pay cut or you're cutting. Right. Like, to me, that's not fair. What do you think some of you guys can put together in order to fight that type of current structure? It's, it's going to come down to the next CBA. You know what I mean? Guys got to... Collective bargaining again. Yeah, they got to be united and, and stand stand together. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. Because you know the, the owners, they're going to stand firm, but we got to do the same thing as players. Because okay. like you said, baseball, basketball, hockey, man, number one, the bread that they're getting and to know that you and your family, they're getting that bread. Mm-hmm. No matter cut, Guaranteed. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like money. you said, football is so physical and the lifespan isn't long. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely believe it should be – Guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Do so, you think players may have to? Do you think players may have to get to a point where they go on strike to get a fair collective bargaining? I think the owners wouldn't even care. I think so. It's it's tough, man. It's it's tough because I was part of the last CBA when we had the little holdout type of deal, and mm-hmm. you got to think 
everybody's not a millionaire in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you got young cats that are like, I'm not holding out. I'm ready to play. Yeah. I need this check. Yeah. The owners, they're good. Mm-hmm. They could stand firm. Yeah. But we can only go but so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we were going to do it, I think stuff will have to be in place just to help younger guys, guys that don't have a bag, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just so they could, from day-to-day bills, help Take them. Take care of their yeah, families, you know yeah. What I mean? And the OGs will have to get involved. Exactly. Yeah. That's the exactly. only way that the listen, NFL bro. will listen. Mm-hmm. If Tom Brady, Drew Brees, imagine they yeah. get involved. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say no to Tom, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. But it's kind of quiet because they're quarterbacks. They're already making the big bucks. Yeah, yeah but if they, That's, I mean, listen, they grew up the way tough. they grew up. But if it was a minority in that position, I feel like the, they wouldn't. Cam Newton don't speak up too much because mm-hmm. they be trying to play uh, Cam uh, Newton I, a lot. Speaking of that, that was my question that I was trying to... <clears throat> Trying to uh, ask Cam you. Cam Newton don't got no in voice. Regard, uh, in regards to Cam, so you played with Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, now you play with Cam Newton. How is how is that experience? You know how 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 does Cam Newton go about his uh, his work? It's just different when you can relate, right? I would say one of the most freakish athletes I've ever come across. Bro. Size, can throw the ball, can run, and just has a, a presence about him, you know what I'm saying, that affects a lot of people. Like, you see it when he's going, he's playing confident, his team, the whole team feeds off of that, you know what I'm saying? And I, I ended up getting released from Carolina in camp, so I didn't even play a, a full season with them. Mm-hmm. It just was the off season and preseason. But just to see how talented he was, man, the one thing I would want to see personally is, okay, now take that and I was with Brady, I was with Cam. Now, can he, once his talent started to diminish, can you get the physical part of the game? You know what I'm saying? How Brady out there, okay, the two times, yeah, yeah. barely gets hit. Exactly. Reading, reading, reading everything. You know what I mean? Now, um, so you spoke about, you know, being released. Now, I wanted to ask you, so you played with the Patriots, right? Uh, Practice with them. <laughs> Games with them. All know, season. All season. Height. You know, in the locker room, all that good stuff. And um, you guys win, you know, going to the you know finals, to the Super Bowl. And um, the day before the game, am I right? Or the week before? It was a media day. After. Uh, so after basic, after media day, um, they released you. Bill yes. Belichick ain't shit, dude. <laughs> so, uh, I want to ask you, man, like, how the fuck did you feel? That's fucked up in my part, but... I mean, your natural your natural reaction, you know what I'm you. saying? You're going to be upset, but what people don't realize, they see Bill on TV. He real dry with the media. He don't give you much. When he's with that team, buddy got personality bro really and he's real like you don't get that from many coaches at any level and that's why a lot of people don't like him like he's real he was like look i gotta bring a d lineman up for the game from the practice squad when we win you'll get the super bowl ring you'll get the bread and i'm gonna sign you after the game kept his word on everything obviously we didn't win the bowl so i got an afc championship ring but 
just to know that he he kept his word, bro. You don't get that in that business a lot, and that's why that's why players love playing for him. It ain't for everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody can't fit that not, system not, up yeah, there, but take it, right? but if you could take it, man, he's he's one of the. It's, it's a reason why he's so successful, man. He he's real. Okay. Go ahead. So, with all that being said, why you think? Belichick and Brady right now, they're not seeing, they've been seeing eye to eye all these years. Mm-hmm. But I feel, I feel like time, like everything could be good for the first five years, mm-hmm. you know, and with time, it start diminishing, you feel me? Tom Brady getting old at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But the same, but at the same time, Tom Brady's numbers, them shit to stay in the motherfucking same. Like, Tom Brady's numbers don't change. Yeah. So, if you was the GM, let me put you in, in the GM position, and you had to pick mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. 42 years old, at least five, six, seven, eight more years in the league with, with the coach. Because he still got time in, to coach. Yeah, absolutely. He good. You always got time to coach. You feel me? Oh, <laughs> what you going to do if you Robert Kraft or the GM? But isn't Robert Kraft the GM? Uh, no, Bill is. Bill, Bill Belichick is the GM. All right. So if you was Bill, uh, damn. So I really can't even <laughs> ask you that question, my boy. Straight up. Yo, yo, don't put my man. Yo, so forget it. I can't even next, ask. Next yeah, up. I can't even. I didn't I, even. I Jennings, Jennings go, Jennings. Damn, so, you just yeah. shut me down without even having they, to shut me down. They released you the during media day. Yeah, right? after, yeah, after the, like, the pit, team picture, take pictures with your family. That's when like, you lost to the Giants. They let me, yeah, the second time. Like, they let me do all that with my fam, which okay. was dope. And then it was after that. So, how did you feel when you saw them bench Malcolm Butler for the Super Bowl that just passed? Personally, I just didn't I didn't understand why, just because who they were playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Philly's offense was rolling at that point, And he was one of the better DBs that they had. Now he played 98% of the snaps. Yeah, so I, mean, I he was one of the better DBs I don't know, in the league. No doubt. I don't know if something happened in-house or mm-hmm. what the reason it was, but I know he said they felt like they had a better chance of winning putting another kid out there, mm-hmm. but that's tough, man. Unless you in that locker room, you don't know what really went down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but the kid won a championship for you. Like, a championship that nobody thought y'all was going to win. Yeah. Like, y'all was done. Give the ball to Beast Mode. Right? Yeah, like, all, you have to, all they had to do was give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and the game was completely over. And you're going to bench him on another Super Bowl? I just think that's straight disrespect. And I feel that if it was a white um, cornerback, he would have not got benched. <laughs> and that's a hey. fact. One thing about Bill, man, he's he's willing to make the decisions that nobody else is. Like that. I remember they played the Colts. That was a badass decision. And they went for it on fourth on their side of the on their side of the field, <laughs> mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "What the hell is he doing?" But he he get paid the big bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. He'll roll the dice. Everybody not willing to do what he willing to do. He Even fucked with up players, with that gamble though. He'll let players he'll tra- he'll trade you just so he gets something for you, like. And you got to think about it. If you were a coach at GM, oh yeah, yeah. L- listen, are, are you gonna let LeBron walk, or are you gonna trade Paul George and get a piece, get Oladipo? You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. You got to think about it from their vantage point, which I totally get now, being a coach. So now, That's a uh, great segue. you uh, so you had your uh, you had some time in the NFL, um, but you also uh, played in the CFL, CFL. Mm-hmm. you know, the Canadian Football League. 
Um, how was that? You know, and is the game totally, you know, different from you know NFL? You know, mm-hmm. totally. Did uh, you have a tough time like adjusting to it? You know, did it take you some time or? Mm-hmm. It was definitely. Oh, it was a smooth transition. Definitely adjustment. The 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 ball is bigger. The field is a bit wider and longer. Uh, they play with twelve people on the field instead of eleven. Yeah, so they hit harder too, right? Nah. <laughs> well, that's XFL, my fault. Yeah. Yo, and now the XFL, they no do not No disrespect to the CFL because there's some ballers up there, man. But they only let a certain amount of Americans on the field, which is kind of weak. You know what I'm saying? I understand it's called the Canadian Football League, but let the best players play. Well, they kind of do it also. I know they kind of yeah, do it like, like with, with basketball and overseas. overseas. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't think. I, I, I don't in, China, think... in China, you only allowed one American. You got like two Americans on the team, yeah, one yeah. American on the court. But they're yeah. allowed a certain amount of Americans, but all them Americans don't play. In yeah. basketball overseas, most of the Americans play that's on the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about, like, let's just say, like, for China, that's what I just said. In China, you're allowed two Americans, but two Americans cannot be on the court at the same time. Yeah, yeah. At least one American on the court. That's crazy, though. That you, what's the point of that, then? Because you got to think about where the league is at. They still gotta show love to their people. You know what I'm saying? To, exactly. That's to why the, they're so quick to. Otherwise, it'll just be a send your ass out when you're NBA. Out. Yeah, or NFL Junior. Yeah. NBA, you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. So, you're right. I get it. But it was it was a dope experience. More more for my family. You know what I mean? My daughters, my wife got to go to a different country. Mm-hmm. Did they enjoy it? I was 30 minutes away from Canada. Man, Canada's dope. Yeah. Carabana. <laughs> we'll talk about that off <laughs> off camera. I don't know what that is. <laughs> In DR, they don't have those. No, well, I we, promise you. We gotta go. We gotta you. Go. We gotta no, no, go. I don't know what you're talking about. Carabana. No, I don't know what that is. You don't know that No, is? I okay. do not okay. know what that okay. is. Okay. Never <laughs> been there, never heard of it. I don't know none of that bullshit. None of that bullshit, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, so uh, finished playing uh, in the NFL and the CFL, and I uh, want to say congrats, man, on getting that Lafayette, you know, um, wide receiver um, coaching position, you know. Um, How you like that? Yeah, like, what made you, yeah, like, what made you, like, say, because to me, I, it don't look like you, like, out of shape, bro. It don't look like you, you can't go out there, put some pads, you know, and catch some shit. Right. You know, so, like. I'll still you, leave you in the dust, though, bro. We, you my man, though, you feel me? You my guy. That nigga will eat me alive, bro. <laughs> I just, I just want to give a, a pause, 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 pause. My fault. I'm talking wild. Yo, I'm talking wild doodle right now. Like, if we go outside right now, I'll be in 177. He'll be already in 170 already. My fault. My straight off track. My fault. But we here. Bars. Yeah, so how how you came down to that? Like, how, what made you say like, all right, let me just, you know, transition into coaching? Or is this something that you always wanted to do? Mortgage. Uh, it was something I thought about. Like when I was playing, I went to a coaches con- convention in San Antonio, and just wanted to see what that was all about. And that was a cool experience. But I didn't know that this was something I wanted to do. And then, man, I get a call from my old receiver coach in Tampa that they had an opening. And at the time, I was just shooting my resume out to people, just letting them know that it was, I wanted to start coaching. Because once I finished in Canada, I was like, man, 
Do it again? It's NFL or nothing. I can't like, live I'm this not life. going back up. It was too much traveling. And it's not the same as basketball either. You Football know overseas is not the same as basketball. You yeah. feel me? The bread. The bread. It's, yeah. not, it's just not the same. You played overseas football? <laughs> no, but we got friends. <laughs> <laughs> we got friends that play overseas. I don't yeah. got friends that play overseas football. No, but is is you could tell it ain't the same though, bro. Like... I don't know. I don't you know could those. tell because it's not as many football teams overseas as basketball. In Europe, no, you might not. have American football in one country in Europe. The rest is soccer and basketball. You don't have a lot of stuff in Europe. Mm-hmm. It, Canada might be one of the only three countries with football, if I'm not mistaken. I know Russia might have a football league. Because I know they they play football in Russia, American football. Oh, they do? Yeah. So there's only like three countries with it. So it's not the same as basketball. Where in basketball, you go anywhere. You make 30, 40, 50, 60,000. And you ain't wasting nothing because you ain't paying no rent. Not always. That's a good pickup. So you you grab that. You take whatever you can in basketball. But in football, it's hard, yo, to be in any state. I don't know what they got to do with what we're talking about. Bro. Nothing at all, <laughs> man. Straight basura, my man. That's, that was Haraka talking. I know it was. We're not going to get into that. We're going to edit that, though. You know, uh, I was working out after the season, and I was like, yo, it's NFL or nothing. Like, And then as I was working out, like, we go so hard in the off season, and I was waking up like, yo, I can't do this no more. Like my you body, just mentally, man. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have it no more. You know what I mean? That fire. So I was like, you know what? It's time to figure out what's next. And then fell into coaching, man. It was a blessing that Lafayette had an opening at the receiver position. Knew the head man, interviewed, knocked, knocked it out of the park, and here we are. That's dope, man. I'm not heavily recruited. Um, you think that that'll, what's what I'm trying to say? You think you, you will have the eye to like, pull out a gem like you? Feel me? Like you think like you'll have, like you think you can scope that out? My man waiting for a son to scope that out. (laughs) That's what he waiting for, boy. (laughs) My man waiting for that little boy so he can have him as soon as he come out the stomach, like this with a football, like this. That's going to be the first picture of Shorty Duwap. Like, Daddy, we about to catch these balls and we getting out the hood. Pause. 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 Damn, every time I say some more shit, the bell rings, man. In the words of my man, Noriega, you got to relax. My bad. Yo, is that, I'm, I'm saying yo, something good. You got to relax. But it's just, it's just. You, you sound like Kanye right Yeah, now. the word. Yeah, nah, never like Kanye. Like Kanye. <laughs> wow, never like Kanye. God forbid I ever sound like Kanye, my brother. Right now, right now, right now. Shout out to my black and Dominicans. So, yeah, like, do you feel like that's going to help you, you know, like, land recruits, you know, because you you might be able to get that, you know, like, kind of like diamond in the gut type plan? Definitely, definitely looking for it at the level we're at, Patriot League, you know what I mean? We're not going to get the five-star guys, right. you know what I'm saying? So you kind of do got to find a diamond in the rough yeah, kids, you know what I'm saying? And it's different for us because our academic requirement is so high. You're looking at 1,100 SAT. Mm. 3.0, 3.2, we could work with a 3.0. Like, we could work with a 3.0. I probably couldn't even go to the school that I'm coaching at. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to keep it real. I got the 750 on my SATs. I don't even know if that's good or bad, but that's what I got. You get, you get 200 for your name up there. 1,000. Is that a 1,600? What the fuck you was talking about? <laughs> I got a 990, baby. You just said you got a 700. 
Nah, nine ninety, dog. I'm not that you said stupid. You, you said you got a seven foot. Nah, I'm like halfway stupid, not all the way stupid. I don't know about halfway before. I got a degree though, so I'm good. I go anywhere and I show my little card that I got, and we good. The bell is ringing, and I mean, shut that back up. Um. So now you guys, uh, I know you guys got is get are getting ready for spring ball. Oh, oh, just finished. Oh, just so finished? Yeah. How was that? Man, it was a dope experience, man, to be coaching them kids. And it was my first time coaching, you know what I'm saying? You was nervous and shit? Nah. You was trying to be cool with the kids? You play football. Nah, 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 you nah. Trying to be a See, you, you know you hip. Honestly. And you young. That's the thing. You said trying. Some people, coaches, like, try to be dicks. You don't got to try. Some coaches try to be cool. I just was being me, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. And that, that, the players respected that. And they played well, man. We had no drops in the spring game, two touchdowns. I'm just trying to help the boys ball, man. That's does, it. <laughs> does does being young have an advantage in coaching? Absolutely. But it's it's and it's, also playing in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you've been where they're trying to go. Exactly. Exactly. But I will say, it's an advantage being older and having experience as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's pros and cons mm -hmm. both ways. Mm -hmm. Perspective. But, but I, you're not young, but you're not old. Yeah. But they'll listen to you because you're close to their age. Right. But the OGs will listen to you too because you've been in the game for right. a good amount right. of time. So whatever whatever pro you have, whether it's a lot of experience or you just finished playing, whatever it is, you got to use that pro to and relate to the kids. You know what I mean? And now listen, well, before you ask, I got a very important <laughs> question. Uh, this is like the most important question in the whole show. Now, you see these little bullshits right here, right? I want to know, how the fuck <laughs> can I get to that right there, baby? Because I need some more hair over here. You want to donate? I got a barbershop <laughs> right next door. We cut it off. We and, put this shit back on, and baby. You, and you actually like, play, like you had your whole NFL. I think I just right? killed my shit. After my after my rookie year, I, I grew it out. <laughs> hey yo, boy. Violation. No lie, no lie. Hair products, man. Or you just, or it's just in the family, like. Yeah, this 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 straight genetics, man. Yo, I'm only 29 years old, on. my man. And look at my joint. Look, my yo, my barber leaves extra hair. Look, but look, if I pull he it up, out for you. yeah, he look. If I pull it up, nigga, I'm straight bald, nigga. Yo, but if I put it down, yo, so you feel me? I see you. I see you. Look, if I put it up, I'm bald. You feel me? But if I put it down, we good, nigga. My hairline is back like Jordan wearing a four five, and it ain't to play games with you. It's to aim at you. Yeah. So, one question about the hair. Are you familiar with Shock G? Shock G. Digital Underground. Okay, there we go. You no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Kid and play. Got you. Yes, sir. So did you look at them as an inspiration for the high top or? Bro, it started as a joke, man. Okay. Like they were like, yo, you won't grow it out and do that. Grew it out, got the cut. Ever since then, it just stuck. Kind of like became like your James Harden beard. Straight up. Straight up. Because Harden looks crazy without the beard. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like, yo, he look like a baby without the beard. Nah, nah, nah. I seen him when he was at Arizona. Google. Boy. Google. Hey. Yo, Google hey. it. He looks hey. crazy. Boy. So, boy. Is that us? He's paid. God bless him. During, <laughs> yes. during your um, playing career, did, did a hair care product company ever Actually, try nah. to do a branding deal with you? 
I thought it, I thought it would have, but you know, what I mean, with with that type of stuff, you got a ball first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I never really got to that level mm-hmm. of balling for that to materialize, but it is what it is. I got a coaching question for you. Well, two, and then I'm done. Do you have a kid now that you think has pro potential, mm-hmm. a wide receiver? Oh, it's too pro pro potential. I got a kid, Nick Pearson. He played. He used to play DB. He played receiver now. Mm-hmm. He could run. He go. He could ball. He gonna make some plays for us this year. Size may be an issue, okay. but. I, I, well, see, yeah. I see him being, he's a junior. I see him having a, a big year. So we'll see what, what comes of it from there. Okay. Um, and where do you see yourself in terms of a coach? Do you eventually want to be a head coach, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, college, pro level? Yeah, for, and I'll wrap it up. For me, man, I I say the dream, definitely head coach. Like, why, why get into it and not try to climb to the top? Yeah. So head coach and... I'm going to go NFL, man. You you could coach in that league. You one of 32 coaches mm-hmm. in the whole world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's your position coach, head man, OC, okay. like that's the top of the top. So okay. just like I did going from Notre Dame High School to the league, I'm on the same path. I got to get back to the top. Okay. So yeah. now uh to wrap things up, I, I wanted to ask you um what would you like based on everything that you you gone through, you know what you experienced, you know mm-hmm. what would what's the message you know that you would tell you know um, up and coming you know football players, you know wide receivers, you know or athletes, you know like what would you tell them about you know about the process, you know yeah about about the journey, journey of it. Number one, I would say embrace the journey like enjoy it you know what i'm saying it's a it's a it's a fun ride man and it goes by fast but at the same time like we live in this era where twitter instagram like technology is crazy all i would say is just like stay focused you know what i mean don't 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 lose sight over all the people the partying yeah you know what i mean the outside like you said noise just continue to grind like for me I know I got where I got strictly off my grind. Like, Cats was going to the movies. I was at the crib sleeping. Then my uncle waking us up before school, having us run around the park, take a shower, eat breakfast, then go to school. You know what I'm saying? It's the stuff that people don't know about, people don't see. You feel me? My sophomore year was horrible to, to my standard. That whole summer, I went stupid. Went hard, bruh. Came out the gates junior year balling for like, Every time something good happened, it was because of the work that was put in. So I would tell these young cats, just grind, man. And don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Just keep grinding. And if they do say you can't do it, just use it as fuel. It's motivation, right? So, uh, Gabby, do you have anything um, to say? I don't got no more to say. I think I spoke my piece. And I just got one thing to say, though, I think. You just said you don't have anything to say. <laughs> but I got one. And that is, shout out to the Cavs of 15, game three. They're about to sweep these bum-ass Raptors. Shout out to my man, Allen Ray's man, Kyle Lowry. He ain't doing Nathaniels, but A. Ray, I love you. Shout out to my man, came through, NFL, got rings and things and bling. Jennings? 
Yo, I appreciate the conversation. Oh, no doubt. Me too, my brother. <laughs> yes, yes, man. Uh, the laughs. I'm nah, the laugh nah, guy. Man. Seriously, uh, because uh, like I was telling Drew, man, um, and shout out to Drew. Shout out to um, Fame NYC, my man Drewski. No doubt. And not the white, not the white DJ from High 97. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, like I was telling him, man, like you have like a, you have an underdog, you know, story, and that's. I think those are the stories that a lot of people uh, need to hear because everybody just focus on the number ones, you feel me? Right. A lot of people don't focus on those that that really, like, put the time in, mm-hmm. you know? And I was telling him, like, I actually had that tattoo, Underdog, so I said, like, it's, it's dope, like, to have him. So I definitely, you know, appreciate, you know, um, you taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, Two kids. Yes, I know how hard that is. is. No Listen, I know yeah. how hard that is, my brother. Gabby has four. <laughs> I do not have four because if my baby mom's here that I got four and there's only two of her and we're going to have a problem. I only have two kids, ladies and gentlemen. Ain't no four. Baby, ain't no four. He lying. I love you. You my heart. So, man, uh, and also, man, uh, congrats, man. Uh, and your new journey in life, man. Uh, I hope everything works out, man. And I'm pretty sure um, that the kids are really gonna vibe with you and like really listen to you because you've been through where they trying to go. So it was only right, man. So again, man, this is uh, the Hey Now Podcast, man. Episode five with T Underwood, pause Gabby's dance, man. <laughs> Fame NYC, Washington Heights, man. I got, one, Drew. I got one more thing. Hey, now. Go ahead, Gabby. I just want to tell everybody to love each other and hug each other. Because, listen. That's it, shut up. Nigga. Nah, nigga, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> I said I float like a butterfly. I sting like a bee. Yeah. Having conversations with a bunch of nobodies. I said I float like a butterfly. I sting like a bee. Yeah. Just having conversations with a bunch of nobodies. My dogs.